Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Faith to Build an Ark. Let's pray. Father, we come today ready to receive from your precious word. Thank you for teaching us through this act of obedience by Noah. Father, we come ready to apply it to our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Faith to Build an Ark. I had a good friend that just visited the Ark Encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky. This park has a large model of Noah's Ark based on the Genesis flood narrative contained in the Bible. It's 510 feet long, 85 feet wide, and 51 feet high. It's an amazing place to visit if you have never been there. I would highly encourage you to see the Ark. I just love the true story about Noah and the faith that he must have had. Think about it. It had never rained before, and God tells him to build a boat that is 510 feet long, 85 feet wide, and 51 feet high. Uh, Say what? Can you imagine what Noah must have been thinking? But he trusted God and did it and saved humanity from extinction. We all came from Noah and his family. We're all related. Maybe instead of hello, family and friends, I should say hello, cousins and distant cousins. Well, anyway, let's talk today about the faith to build an ark. Maybe for you and I, it is actually not an ark, but our ark could be quitting a habit, like drinking Diet Mountain Dew, which I'm about two months in now to not drinking any. Maybe our ark is an addiction or a sin or being obedient to witnessing to the lost, or many other things. What is your ark? What is God asking you to do that seems more difficult than a 510-foot ark? Well, let's start today in Genesis chapter 6 in the New King James Bible, the wickedness and judgment of man. Verse 3, And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with man forever, for he is indeed flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years. Verse 4a, There were giants on the earth in those days and also afterward when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Folks, we're living in that same time today. The wickedness on the earth is great. Six, and the Lord was sorry that he had made man on earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Folks, I believe that's where God is today in these end times. With the huge amount of debauchery going on on this earth, the evilness, the perversion of marriage, and the list goes on. Seven, so the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping things and birds of the air, for I am sorry that I have made them. Eight, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Thank you, Noah. What an amazing man of faith. And God found grace in his eyes. And God finds grace in the eyes of those believers, those born-again believers on this earth that will escape the judgment that's coming that's very similar to what happened in the days of the ark. Nine, this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generations. Noah walked with God. 
My friends, if we're born again and we're walking with God, God's going to give us projects. What is your project for God? What is the ark that God is asking you to build in your life? 10. And Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. 11. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. My friends, does that sound like the earth today? Filled with violence. 12. So God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. Folks, think about it. We can't make the excuse that the earth is evil and wicked because Noah could have said the same thing. And we're in those times today, but we can and should obey God and build our ark, whatever that is in our lives. 13. And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. 14. Make yourself an ark of gopher wood. Make rooms in the ark and cover it inside and outside with pitch. 15. And this is how you shall make it. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, its width 50 cubits, and its height 30 cubits. 16. And you shall make a window for the ark, and you shall finish it for a cubit from above, and set the door of the ark in its side, and you shall make it with lower, second, and third decks. My friends, not just a one-story ark, a three-story ark. 17. And behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh, in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. 18. But I will establish my covenant with you, and you shall go into the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. My friends, God has made a covenant with us. And our new covenant promises so much better than the old covenant. If we're born again, we're in covenant with the Most High God to be delivered. And when Jesus comes back, we're going to be with him forever in heaven. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 7 in the New King James, the Great Flood. Verse 1, Then the Lord said to Noah, Come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Two, you shall take with you seven of each of every clean animal, a male and his female. Notice each of his animals that are unclean, a male and his female. My friends, notice God's not confused about male and female like the earth is today. Three, also seven of each birds of the air, male and female, to keep the species alive on the face of all the earth. Four, for after seven more days, I will cause it to rain on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, and I will destroy from the face of the earth all living things that I have made. My friend, people don't want to talk about the judgment side of God, but there is a judgment side. Five, and Noah did according to all that God had commanded. My friends, that's all we have to do today is to do all that the Lord commands of us, and we can fulfill the ark request in our life from our Father. 6. Noah was 600 years old when the flood waters were on the earth. Folks, do we have any excuses? Can we say we're too old or we're too young or we're too this or too that? Think about that. Noah was 600 years old when the floods came on the earth. 7. So Noah with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives went into the ark because of the waters of the flood. Verse 9. And two by two they went into the ark with Noah male and female, as God had commanded Noah. Ten, and it came to pass after seven days 
that the waters of the flood were on the earth. Verse 11, And the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month and the 17th day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. Twelve, And the rain was on the earth forty days and forty nights. Now let's go down to 21. And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds, cattle, beasts, and all the creeping things that creep on the earth, and every man. 22. All in whose nostrils was the breath of the spirit of life, all that was on the dry land died. 23. So he destroyed all living things which were on the face of the ground, both man and cattle, creeping things and the bird of the air. They were destroyed from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained alive. 24. And the waters prevailed on the earth, 150 days. My friends, only Noah and those who were with him survived. People have such a hard time figuring out how how there can be only a narrow path to heaven. Well, the type of it is right here with Noah. There was a small number that survived. And sadly, there's only a small number that will go up with Jesus on the clouds when he comes back very soon. Those that are born again, living for Jesus, confessing Jesus with their mouth and with their heart. None of the other gods can deliver their people from this judgment. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for the example of Noah. We choose to follow your commands in our life. What's the ark in our life, Father? We choose to do what you tell us to do, to not make excuses. Father, Noah didn't make any excuses. He did what you told him because he trusted you. Father, we choose to trust in you fully and to do whatever we need to do in these last of the last days to be obedient. Thank you for helping us. Thank you that we hear your still small voice. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.